Hey everyone, welcome to Weekly Weird News. This episode is sponsored by HelloFresh and by Drop. If you thought storming Area 51 was something that would just go away after everyone had a single nice little laugh, haha, you were dead wrong. This isn't just a meme, it's a movement. Mm -hmm. An almost entirely unserious movement, but a movement nonetheless. And because Area 51 news has weirdly turned out to be the biggest driver of views in this channel's entire history, we would be fools to not lead off this week's episode with more Area 51 news. Can you believe there are updates? I thought we've been through this. This isn't going away. Yeah. And if none of what we've just said makes any sense to you because you've been disconnected from the internet for the last week and this video is the literally first thing that you've clicked on since getting back online, uh, go ahead and watch last week's episode and the one after that. There's a lot of information there. Yeah. The rest of you, get in, losers. We're doing Area 51 news. All right. First off, like all good, pure things in this world, it was not long before the brands decided to crash the party. Silence, brand. Hello, fellow teens. I see you're enjoying the most recent May Mays. May I introduce you uh, to some products and services? No. Uh, okay. On the okay, this is fine side of things, human brand Guy Fieri, who is known for generously supplying food to emergency services during natural disasters, he tweeted this out. Working on some new recipes for the folks inside Area 51. The radioactive ribs are looking good. Guy Fieri... He's, he's really changed a lot of minds in the last few years. He's mm -hmm. embraced his status as a living meme, and I respect it. Now, that's fine, right? It's a legitimately good addition to this meme cycle for, from a living, breathing human meme. But it was also immediately followed by a reply from the official Butterfinger account asking, can we have some? With a random picture of an alien. Just absolute low-effort laziness. And... Brand tweets exploiting the Area 51 craze for marketing purposes absolutely flooded Twitter over the past week, and they were almost universally garbage. Uh, this tweet from Funyuns makes absolutely no sense. Us, we're going to raid Area 51. There's some suspicious stuff going on over there. Area 51 aliens. And then uh, a picture of an alien holding a bag of Funyuns. What the fuck does this mean, Funyuns? They love crispy, deep-fried, onion-flavored crisps. Elsewhere, you just got, you know, absolute laziness, like Moon Pie tweeting out free Moon Pies in Area 51, and Stakeum just tweeting about aliens. And I understand that the Stakeum is like meta. It's a brand account. I'm sorry. You can fuck right off. Yeah, well, the, th <laughs> the thing with these brands, like Moon Pies saying that there's a treasure waiting for them, a trove of Moon mm -hmm. Pies waiting for them, that is... Uh, that should be looked into by the government as yeah. much as they're looking into everything else surrounding this because yeah. they're trying to convince very hungry people on the internet that there is free food inside this place. Yeah. 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 You wouldn't say free moon pies if you crash a plane into the World Trade Center, would you? No, they certainly would not. You wouldn't. Well, I don't know, because they weren't tweeting back then. Maybe yeah, they would have. They maybe would have. Uh, Kool-Aid, they put slightly more effort into some ashy art of the Kool-Aid man crashing through the walls of Area 51. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Burger King made a joke about the aliens asking people to take them to their leader, who is, of course, the Burger King. He's the leader to take them to. Just trash all around. Take me back to my planet. Fuck all of this. This leader is scary looking. But meanwhile, the thirstiest brand trying to cash in on this meme with an actual product is Bud Light, who initially tweeted out, We'd like to be the first brand to formally announce that we will not be sponsoring the Area 51 raid. But then just two days later, tweeted out a fake alien-themed can design and a promise that if the post got to 51,000 retweets, they'd actually sell it. Don't do it. Don't retweet it. It's a trick. If you hit that retweet button, you are directly, directly contributing to the death of something pure and good, which is becoming increasingly rare in these dark times. Yeah, just don't 
Don't do it. Bud Light tastes like ass, and a can with an alien on it is not going to change that. Yeah. I don't care if they are the the beer of esports, which which they trademarked a week ago or two okay. weeks ago. They're not the beer of aliens. The yeah. Aliens want something good. Yeah. I'm sure a, a craft brewery, hopefully a Nevada craft brewery, will embrace this in a, a tasteful, uh, self-aware way. Mm-hmm. But Bud Light with an alien. They, they've leaned into this. Their logo is now a fucking alien on it. Stop. It's, it hasn't hit 51,000 retweets. It's still a ways off. And by God, God willing, it will never hit 51,000. I'm just hoping that a local craft brewery in Nevada can come up with uh, some kind of fancy name, but then call it the Paleon Ale. That's good. Thanks. I mean, it's not good, but... Pale, pale <laughs> ale, paleo... Yeah, I got, I got Listen, it. Listen, I'm putting about as much effort into this joke as these brands are into their tweets, so give me yeah. money, brands. Okay, well, meanwhile, it's not just brands trying to take down the Storm Area 51 meme. As we told you earlier this week, an Air Force spokesperson issued an official statement that basically amounted to a thinly veiled threat that they would kill anyone who tried to Storm Area 51. Mm-hmm. And in a similar vein, FoxNews.com published one of the most unintentionally hilarious opinion pieces that we've ever read. Written by an elderly former radar specialist named Thornton D. Barnes, who worked at Area 51 from the late 60s to the early 70s. Mr. Barnes' entire op-ed piece treats the Storm Area 51 Facebook event as a very real threat to national security. And it is full of absolute gems, which we will read to you now. Merely naming the Facebook event Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, speaks of incredibly irresponsible and naive thinking by a horde of iPad warriors who don't have a clue about the many consequences should they attempt to storm Area 51 or any other military installation for that matter. Rightfully so, the event has already prompted warnings from the U.S. military. Here's why those signing up for this ridiculous boondoggle should consider staying home to play Full Spectrum Warrior on their Xbox. The game came out in 2000. Uh, I thought it was a joke against autists. <laughs> no, he's not that clever. No. Uh, here's another section. The Facebook warriors thinking that they will find aliens at Area 51 are ludicrous. There is no basis for their thinking so whatsoever. They have no smoking gun. First and foremost, what these people signed up for is not merely an act of trespass. It could well wind up being treated as terrorism. In fact, how do those participating know who is behind this plan? How do they even know that the organizers are not connected to ISIS or some other adversary or enemy using them to disrupt or penetrate the national security of the United States? Wow. It's like he, like, he, it's like he, he brought thinks, them in a room and they were just like, here's what's happening. Like, without yeah. any context of, yeah. of anything that's happening online with the memes or anything. Yeah. And Fox was just like, here's the data that we have. Yeah. This is an event that's happening. Yeah. And, yes, over a million people say they're going. And, obviously... Oh, three million now. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if people on Facebook are, are saying yes to something, that means 100% that it's going to happen. Thornton Barnes goes to every event that he RSVPs to. Yeah, yeah. Kids I mean, these days. To do otherwise would be dishonorable. <laughs> yeah. Also, I had no idea that uh, ISIS was based in Bakersfield, California, like <laughs> yeah. right, right near us. Yeah. Who would have known? Wow. Real close to home. Yeah. Anyways, the rest of T.D. Barnes' article is basically just him saying that Area 51 was just a Cold War flight testing base and that there were never any aliens there, and also explaining all the various totally obvious ways that actually storming Area 51 on foot would be extremely dangerous. The fact that this poor old man is so disconnected from modern millennial irony that he felt the need to draft this long, detailed article explaining with a straight face why a Facebook event created by a meme page is a terrible idea, it's honestly kind of fucking beautiful. You, you got to yeah. appreciate the fact that this exists. It yeah. exists. It's, and, and, like, 
the thing about the, the Area 51 meme, it's like it's not it's not just a meme. It's like a Katamari of memes. And now and now this very earnest like this old man earnestly explaining why it's a bad idea has now been added to the meme and only made the meme stronger. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, though, Bob Lazar, who's famous for his claims that Area 51 is, in fact, the home of a bunch of top-secret alien technology, has also come out to poo-poo the idea of storming Area 51. Uh, his reasons, though, are that Area 51 itself has never had any aliens or alien technology in it. The alien stuff actually all happened at a place called Site S4, which is located a few kilometers south of Area 51 and built into the side of a mountain. So there you go. Yeah. It's also been 30 years since Bob Lazar supposedly worked at Site S4, so it might not even be there anymore, guys. Well, it's underground. You can't see it. It's in the side of a mountain. Can't see it from above. Nope. Genius. Mm-hmm. And Area 51's over there distracting everyone. Like, oh, the aliens are there. Meanwhile, they're like five miles away just being like, fucking suckers. Idiots. Um, yeah. Lazar does, to his credit, at least acknowledge that... Storm Area 51 is a joke. Good. Uh, but he's still, you know, he's taking this way more seriously than he needs to, I think. Uh, at least he's not taking it as seriously as T.D. Barnes, though. T.D. Barnes is genuinely concerned someone's going to lose their life. He's going to be out there on the front lines warning the runners. Stay back, please. <laughs> please, for the love of God. I can reason with them if you just let me reason. <laughs> they with know them. me in there. I'll, I'll bring a whole bunch of moon pies out for everyone. <laughs> Okay, maybe it is, in fact, time to take this whole thing seriously. Because the local area that's all around Area 51, they're definitely taking it seriously. According to the Facebook event, the Area 51 raid will begin at the Area 51 Alien Center in Armagosa Valley, home of the Alien Cat House Brothel, a, a, a new member of our uh, illustrious yeah. squad of characters. We, we got fans in there. But other nearby alien attractions have also seen a noticeable uptick in e- uh, interest recently. The Atomic Motel up in Betty says that they're nearly fully booked for the September 20th weekend. On the northeastern side of Area 51, the Little Alien, which I tried to describe to, uh, to Elliot but uh, yeah. couldn't, that's in Rachel, Nevada, and they say that they're completely booked. They've got at least four bands that want to perform there, too. And uh, they plan to clear out some space on their property for camping. Yeah, they're uh, going to make a lot of money off of this. Yeah, and th- it's already been said online that there might be some... Uh, Decent uh, push behind making this a yearly event, but turning it into a fucking music festival. I mean, this local area, like, I don't know how these people ended up out there, but, like, there's no reason for them to actually be there. They wanted the simple life. Yeah, well, the very simple life. You go to the same diner every day. (laughs) You go to the same bar every night. Something like I know people, and they like me. Something like this is actually good for these communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, if they made an annual event out of it with, you know, people being like, there it is, Area 51, not going to run at it. The New Vegas Head from Fallout was was in the desert the whole time, yeah. just about 90 miles north of the original Vegas. Mm-hmm. Anyways, further east in Hico, Nevada, the Alien Research Center, home of Alien Tequila, says they've already seen a big bump in visitors and are also planning a big party with bands and food trucks. Yeah. So, the, this, like we said, on every episode where we've covered this, people are actually going to go. Yeah. They're not going to, I can't say that, but in my opinion, they're not going to raid past the barriers, but this will be an event with at least a dozen people. I mean, if you'd asked me last week, I would have told you no, not a single soul is going to show up. Yeah. That has been uh, debunked already. Like, people are, people are going to be there. Also important to take into consideration, when we say that, like, hotels are filling up, we mean that there's, like, 12 rooms on site. Yeah, these are all, like, not big This, this isn't the Bellagio. Yeah. yeah. There's, it's, it's, I cannot stress enough how middle of fucking nowhere all of these places are. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing there. They're not tourist destinations unless you're really into, like, seeing fucking nuclear bomb craters. And uh, that's pretty much that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's definitely going to be people following through on this meme, apparently, at least to the extent of traveling to the middle of nowhere in Nevada on the weekend of the raid. Will any of these people be Naruto running onto the base? It's a possibility. They're probably going to get tired, though. I mean, this is starting to get pretty real, though, which, as you might guess, is making the creator of the Storm Area 51 event page, which now has between, like, two and three, possibly more by the time this goes up, million confirmed guests, is making him a bit uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, That guy, Matty Roberts, told Las Vegas' CBS 8 News that he created the event as a joke after watching Joe Rogan interview Bob Lazar. But as the numbers kept going up, he started to worry about getting a knock on his door from the FBI and, you know, having to explain the meme. Yeah. Uh, the Bakersfield native was interviewed in person by his local ABC affiliate while in full weeb guard uh, wearing the Naruto Akatsuki cloak. Is that how you say it? I don't know. And uh, also the headband. Uh, he even demonstrated for viewers at home exactly what the Naruto run is. Yeah, happily. And, like, I got to imagine, I've been to Bakersfield. It's an oven. He's out there in full weeb clothes, doing the Naruto run. Like, he's, he's dedicated. He needs to practice because he couldn't even run in a straight line for, like, 50 feet. He ran into the bushes on accident. But yeah, I appreciate well, his, his heart's in the right place. Uh, he says he's gotten a few messages from people who seem to be taking this whole thing a little too seriously. But he urged people planning on storming Area 51, please don't. I don't want anyone to get hurt. So he does, however, say he's working on putting together some sort of event near Area 51 now that so many people seem on actual, seem planned it seems like they're going. Yeah. He, why not capitalize on this yeah. as long as you're not a dumb brand? Yeah. This, this is going to be the new Burning Man. I like it. Yeah. Uh, he and his fellow event admins already have an online merch store to make a bit of money off of this. Good. Uh, and it features this shirt design with an alien running Naruto style and the caption, I'm going. <laughs> it's a good shirt. We should set up shop like on the, all the roads selling those fans that are squirt bottles at the same time. Yeah. There is money to be made here. Yeah. The meme with the lady with the hot dog cart. Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, am I motivated enough to fly to Las Vegas on September 20th, rent a fucking car, drive, like, 100 miles north, uh, and and just assume that people are going to, like, be dehydrated and tired? I'm actually now kind of, like, upset that I'll be out of town, out of the country for all of this. Yeah. Because we could totally go there and, like, interview people at the very least. But yeah. so you're gonna have, there's, there's gonna be no shortage of fucking vlogs coming from this thing. Oh, so absolutely. Uh, yeah, the level of hype and awareness around what started out as essentially a shit post probably qualifies Maddie Roberts here as the true king of memes. I'm sorry, but what he's done here is unparalleled and unmasked. Like yeah. he's just like here I am. Yeah, it's probably for his safety because if the FBI or the Men in Black do come knocking, yeah, people are gonna say he wants the world to know. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, otherwise, if he stays, like, anonymous, he dies. It's just like, Nobody oh, some, knows. some weave in Bakersfield. Uh, right, did Naruto run in the shot, sun? Shot himself in the back of the head two times. Yeah, weird. Really weird. Uh, but now that we know who he is, like, if anything shady happens to him. We know. Looking at you, FBI. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, as evidence of just how huge his shitpost has gotten, hip-hop's own shitposting king, Lil Nas X, Released the latest version of Old Town Road, the, the hit of the summer and probably the year, yeah. uh, early this week on YouTube, in the form of a, of a music video in which he, Billy Ray Cyrus, Young Thug, and the Walmart yodeling kid storm Area 51 on their horses with help from Keanu Reeves doing the Naruto run, making the guards all piss their pants in fear before they free the aliens. 
Yeah. Um, the but yeah. So you, here you have the biggest song of the summer, biggest, biggest song, song of the year, biggest song of the yeah. decade, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and he's joined forces with the biggest meme of the summer. And this Area 51 thing is absolutely not going away anytime soon. Lil Nas X and Storm Area 51, the crossover that finally gets it right. I, I think so. Yeah. Moving on, though, if Area 51 conspiracy theories are way too mainstream for you now, and you're looking for a kooky new idea to get behind that isn't being swarmed by normies and brands, here's a possible solution. Did you know that birds aren't real? <laughs> now, you may be thinking, yes, they are. I see birds flying around outside all the goddamn time. I also eat birds. Birds are real, damn it. But alas, Mm-mm. sadly, no. In fact, there haven't been any birds in the United States for decades. According to the Birds Aren't Real movement, from 1959 to 2001, the U.S. government began a nationwide bird genocide of over 12 billion birds and replaced all of America's birds with surveillance robots, which now monitor our every move. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. These drone birds, uh, they charge their batteries by standing on power lines. Smart. Amazing. Yeah, smart. This, these birds were actually what was being developed at Area 51. Yeah. It's that, another crossover. I, uh, I tried to read through their manifesto. It was extremely long, but they did mention Area 51 in there. There you go. Also, the bird meat that we've been eating, it's actually been synthetic lab-grown meat this whole time. Yeah. All these companies way ahead of their time, and now Beyond Meat is just yeah. letting everyone know. Yeah, they're using government synthetic meat technology. Sad. Yes, yeah, so this movement to expose the truth about birds recently gained attention thanks to a billboard in Memphis, Tennessee, which simply reads, birds aren't real. Um, Memphis's CBS3 News, in desperate need of content to fill their airtime, yeah. <laughs> reached out to the man behind that billboard, Peter McIndoe of birdsaren'treal.com, who sat for an interview with them and explained that he is dead serious. Hmm. When asked whether this is all satire, he responded, honestly, that's kind of offensive. I don't think you would say that if I said birds are real, you know? I don't know why the other side of the argument can't be treated with equal respect. Look at the smooth brain on him. (laughs) McIndoe said of himself, I consider myself to be a normal American. I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my car, and I have an avid disbelief in avian beings. Wait, this guy has a fucking car? He's doing better than I am. And he says he resents comparisons to uh, other conspiracy theories, saying, flat earthers are out of their minds. They're nuts. Uh, anyways, McIndoe and the Birds Aren't Real movement, they hope to raise awareness and change things back to the way they were. Uh, he says, quote, Sometimes I'll travel internationally just to breathe that drone-free air. Sometimes I'll go to the Himalayas, look around at all the real birds there. It gives me this warmth, this feeling of hope for what this country could be if we can fight back, change legislation, and get these drones out of here and the real birds back in. <laughs> cool. Anyways, if you haven't picked up on it yet, this is almost certainly satire. (laughs) Uh, But local news shows they'll take what they can get when it comes to filling airtime. And since this is a CBS station, they couldn't use the affiliate footage from ABC of the guy doing the Naruto run. So they had to fill it with something else. And you know what? Local news, sometimes, most of the time, a gem, unless it's run by Sinclair. Not sure if this one is or not. But, uh, well, if it was Sinclair, they wouldn't be running it because... They're in on the whole conspiracy. Obviously. Right. Sinclair, they, they're a very uh, anti-bird, yes. pro-drone. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Birds Aren't Real uh, website, their merch is like, I might buy a shirt from them. Their shirts are fucking great. Well, might have to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, like, what the, you know, it, it's satire, but, like, I'm not sure what exactly they're satirizing. I think he's just bored. Or if it even matters. Yeah. But, uh he washes yeah. his car every day. He's got to be bored. I wash my car every and day. We need to do merch that says birds are real. Yeah. Birds are. <laughs> they're still real to me, damn it. Yeah. Birds <laughs> are real. 
I believe. <sighs> I want to believe. I want to believe the birds are real. Anyways, before we get into headlines, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit delivery service, bringing you easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. Break out of your dinner rut with 17 seasonal, chef-curated recipes to choose from each week. There's something for everyone, from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian, and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. Mm mm. Yeah. Uh, like we said, uh, these the HelloFresh helps us learn uh, not only learn to cook, but also uh, expand our mind on what uh, what you can cook at home. Yeah. Because you get into this rut of cooking the same thing over and over and over again. And I got into the same thing when I finally learned how to cook properly, I got into a rut of just cooking the same stuff every yeah. week. And this kind of expands my mind on what I can actually do in the kitchen. And also the recipes that they send you, they're yours to keep. You can just take those straight yeah. to the store and buy those ingredients. Yeah. I, um, I think that my favorite one I had, there was like a taco recipe a few months back that mm-hmm. was like, damn, the recipes are quick. Yeah. They, they're usually minutes. like, yeah, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Like you get in, you get out, you got a meal. Yeah. Even if you're like a beginner cook, it's great to hone your skills with. It makes you feel confident in the kitchen. Yeah. Imp- impresses your loved ones mm-hmm. or your significant other. Uh, it's it's just it's good all around. I mean, we we love this product. So for eighty dollars off of your first month of HelloFresh, you can go to hellofresh.com/weeklyweird80, and then you'll enter in code weeklyweird80 at checkout. That's going to get you twenty dollars off each of your first four boxes. Almost a month's worth of food if you, uh, yeah. you know, so a couple meals a week. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a good way to get started. It's a good way to eat better and cook it yourself. So head to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird80. Use promo code WeeklyWeird80 at checkout. And this episode is sponsored by Drop, formerly known as Mass Drop. Wop, wop. Uh, they sent us the PC37X gaming headset, which is a collaboration between them and Sennheiser, and we've been working with it for a while now. We love it. They're great for gaming, and in our case, uh, doing lots of internet editing long YouTube videos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hot, as you can probably tell. So the fact that yeah. these headphones have an open back design that vents some air in and stops things from getting sweaty is real good right now. You don't want your headphones to smell? No. Uh, they're very comfy headphones that they're not going to drive you crazy during a long sesh. Yeah, uh, I know how long those seshes can get mm-hmm. you. Most importantly, the audio quality is great. Obviously, Sennheiser's involved, and they've been making high-quality audio products for over 80 years. And it shows. I've used Sennheiser throughout my entire life. Yeah. Uh, when you're in-game, you can hear exactly where footsteps are coming from. The microphone quality is shockingly good. Elliot did a little sample here that you'll hear. Oh, hey, it's me at home, testing out that microphone for your ears. There you go. So if you're in the market for a new set of gaming cans, we recommend the PC37X by Drop and Sennheiser. It's got over 10,000 purchases on Drop and loads of five-star reviews like the ones that you're seeing on screen right now. We've even had people in the comments uh, that bought them, that enjoy them. Yeah. So thank. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for for supporting our sponsors. And also, there you go. You have uh, the word from the uh, people in the comments. Yeah. Uh, anyways, if you use our link, which is very hard to describe, but it's available in the description below. <laughs> so just click the link in the description below. You'll get twenty dollars off your purchase of the PC37X. Again, if you're in the market for some new headphones and you want some great headphones. Get these uh, Drop Sennheiser PC-37Xs, and uh, you can do so by clicking the link in the description. Thank you to our sponsors for this episode. Let's get into some headlines. Iowa agency director asked to resign day after emailing Tupac lyrics to all 4,300 department employees. Was he going to quit anyway? Uh, No. 
this I, I if I had more time writing this, I would have gone into this story more. But uh, this man is a 66 year old white man that looks like he would be perfectly at home in like a PragerU video about like how rap music is like destroying the American nuclear family. But he is in fact a massive Tupac fan. Uh, he got fired from his job in the Iowa government. No one's exactly clear why or if it had to do with this Tupac thing. But uh, I think it was the Associated Press did like a freedom of information thing about his emails. And uh, they came up. He was only in this job for two years. They got 350 pages of emails that he had sent with the word Tupac in them. So he was. Well, maybe he had a different Tupac quote of the day as his. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, every week he was doing like Tupac Fridays. Where he'd be like, here's your Tupac song of the week. Like, I think it's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Like, it, he's shattering stereotypes about, like, what a hip-hop fan looks like. Mm-hmm. This is the 66-year-old white man who absolutely fucking loves Tupac. Yeah. And they're taking it all away from him. He, it's, it's very sad, uh, but, uh, you know, he's doing to emails what we all did to away messages on AIM. Yeah. A decade or two ago. So it's true. Power to him. Yeah. Finland hosts first ever heavy metal knitting world championship. Yeah, I watched a little bit of this. I, I remember they announced this a while back. And I was like, what does that mean? But I, I watched some footage of the actual thing. I'm like, oh, it makes sense. People like crocheting while headbanging. Yeah. Um, and you get into a rhythm of it as well. You probably get yeah. it down a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, so the Japanese team. Well, not if it's stoner metal, but. This is this is, this is uh, in the the. Speed metal, death metal range? Uh, yeah. It's okay. Finland. Okay. Um, but yeah, they... Fin troll only. The the Japanese team from Japan, they won. They brought their own entertainment. They had like two sumo wrestlers and then like a woman in a kimono doing her sewing. Uh, they, they, I don't know how it was judged exactly. It was like the quality of the thing that you knitted, but then also just your general like stage craft and like how... Yeah, it's like an air guitar contest. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks super fun. Yeah. Be nice to see it someday. Might have to go check this out. Bucket list. Yeah. First off, to learn how to knit, which I hear is very relaxing. Yeah, that's what I hear. Moving on. Penguins ignore police. Return to sushi shop. Oh, what a fun romp. They know where the fish are. Mm-hmm. And they're also, well, they're birds, so they're not real. They're actually, uh, they're spying on the sushi shop. Yeah. Uh, well, they can't fly, so maybe they're not drones. They're underwater drones. Mm, okay. I see what you're doing. You ever going seen with. a penguin swim? They can, they can stay fast. down there pretty long. They're mm-hmm. like little torpedoes. Yes. Uh, but no, the actual reason is... Uh, were they sushi shop... Uh, were the chefs feeding them? No. They, uh, they made a... This is, these are like those New Zealand penguins. They made a nest underneath like the foundation of the building. Uh-huh. And so it's like every time they throw them back in the sea, they just make their way like back across like five lanes of traffic to like... Come back. It's How many times now? do I got to teach you this lesson, penguin? Yeah. I don't see what the problem is. Just coexist. It's not. The, the weirdest thing about this headline is they're not ignoring the police. They have no idea that police exist. Uh, or if they're spy drones, they're like, I'm on your side. This sushi shop's money laundering. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. 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 They're, they're on the case. Mm-hmm. 34 cannabis plants found growing in flower beds at the Vermont Capitol. <laughs> why not? I mean, yeah, why not? It's, this is very Vermont. Yeah. Also, like, the plants, they're, they're, like, less than a foot tall. Like, no one's getting high off any of this shit. Mm-hmm. In order to get weed to actually become, like, usable, you have to pretty actively, like, take care of the Those plants. Those are my hemp plants. Yeah. They're, they're not, like, <laughs> you can't use them to get high until they're, like, fucking six feet tall. 
and they start it, budding. Yeah. yeah. These are just cute little canvas plants yeah. that probably some some fun little Vermont hippies just like, Spickles I got all these little, seeds. Yeah. I'm just going to just gonna scatter my seeds just like the Lord would want. Well, who's laughing now? Not the government. Yeah. <sighs> well, keep planting. Five guys arrested after fistfight. Five guys. So when I saw this, I imagined that, like, because of where it was, the cops were like, hey, you wait, hold on. You get over here. We only got four guys here, but this is going to be really funny if we arrest I mean, five guys. That wouldn't surprise me because yeah. cops are all about social media these days. That guy's got weed on him. <laughs> I mean, talking about brand accounts, police, they're the worst brand oh, yeah, accounts. Yeah. They're very hip. Yeah, they're too hip. You know who's awkwardly silent, though? All those Nevada towns local police on the Area 51. Yeah, side. where's their brand tweets? No, they're going to make their whole year's fucking money in one weekend. Speeding tickets, drug violations, or noise ordinance. I mean, I'm sure all these little towns actually are speed traps. We're like, oh, for sure. You're on the highway, and it's like 80 miles an hour, and then just all of a sudden, 25 miles an hour. It's like, you're going pretty fast there, buddy. There's no speed limit on the extraterrestrial highway, Elliot. Oh? It's as fast as you want to go. No. Oh. That's what I heard, anyway. Spread the word. Andre 3000 has been spotted playing the flute all over America. I saw him in a Denny's once. Was he playing the flute? Nope. He was there after Coachella. Well, he, yeah, over the last few months, he has, it's like not a flute. It's some sort of like... A recorder? It looks, it's look, it looks like it's made out of wood. It's like some sort of indigenous instrument. Mm. But he... A didgeridoo. No, it's like, it's got whole, I don't know. But it's, he's been spotted in like cities across America. Like people will be like, oh, who's this weirdo walking down the street playing this weird flute? And they're like, wait, oh, it's Andre 3000. He was spotted at LAX last month. Playing it while he was going through TSA security. Why not? It's a portable. It's, yeah. It's very portable, very easy to use. But it's weird because it's like he hasn't released any music in like 10 years. And he's just wandering the country. No, he's using it like in Super Mario Brothers 3 where you can travel instantly by using it. It could be. That's why he spotted at airports and stuff doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he just doo-loo-loo-loo-loo and then he's back in Atlanta. Yeah. But I hate, I mean, I like, this is cool. Andre yeah. 3000, just keep, walk the earth with your... Weird flute, play the music. He needs to show up in Nevada because then he can be the Pied Piper leading all the AT aliens into, yeah. the, into the raid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Woman claims Taco Bell served her a doorknob in her, nacho, in her nachos. And the picture, and I love this picture because it's like you look at it first and you're like, oh, God, disgusting. Oh, and there's a doorbell in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, also, at least it's obvious that it was tampered with. I mean, it's the doorbell is like the same color as the nacho cheese, so like I can see how. Ow! I ate a do- oh, I bit into this doorbell and my teeth broke. Like I can see how the worker might not have just like noticed it because it does blend in pretty well, but it's also a doorknob. And how did it get in those nachos? Mm. Well, I mean, you take a risk anytime you eat Taco Bell. For some, it's a risk that's worth it. Yeah, just hope but, it wasn't the doorknob from the bathroom, because if you're gonna use the bathroom in Taco Bell, you're gonna want to lock the door. Yeah, because you're probably doing heroin. Mm. Well, or, or violently shitting. Yeah, or both. Could be doing both. You know, a great way to stop yourself from violently shitting is to do heroin. It slows the metabolism down a lot. But then you get one big violent shit like two weeks later. Yeah, that's true. The second you're no longer high, you take a uh, just catastrophic shit. Absolutely. Bacon bitch sues breakfast bitch. Yeah, these are two like breakfast restaurants with similar names. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've noticed... Wait till Egg Slut figures out. Yeah, what the fuck is going on with like breakfast places like I think it started with trucks but it's like I, I don't get it I'm like I just want some I just want a fucking egg sandwich no need to be <laughs> so aggressive <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's always just like breakfast fuck 
Get down here and eat some fucking breakfast, you cunt. Hey, cuck. I wonder what Marianne Sausage Williamson... Sausage biscuit for you. What does Marianne Williamson, America's bitch, think about this? Uh, I'm sure she's got some good ideas. She probably just wants them to get along. Marianne's in this for a long haul. Mm-hmm. I'm, I couldn't be happier about it. She's a chaotic good. Why don't you bitches calm down? Yeah. <laughs> Settle your differences. How, why don't you call it breakfast friend? Yeah. Why, what about that? Yeah. Or just breakfast. Yeah. Because that's, that's all I really want when I yeah, get I don't. Place. I don't, like... It's too early for swears. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'll go to lunch, bitch, if I want to yeah. hear yeah. these swear words. I, I don't like to hear bitch before noon. Mm-mm. Airline apologizes for tweeting about your chances of surviving a plane crash. <laughs> Who would have thought this wouldn't go over well? The chances are good. Wait, no, the chances are bad. The chances of actually being in a plane crash are... I don't know. It was, it was like... K- very low. It was KLM India. And this very just straight-faced tweet just being like, oh, so new research suggests that like people in the middle of the plane probably going to die. People in the front of the plane, slightly better chances, but like the back of the plane, highest survival rate. Anyway, see ya. This has been a tweet from KLM India, your favorite airline, about your chances of dying in a plane crash in one of our planes. What did I say? What? <laughs> What? It's almost, I, they probably have like an RSS feed for like airplane news and it just like auto posts. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was up for like 12 hours. Guys, the algorithm's doing great. We're getting yeah. all this free content that's just written by a robot based yeah. on an RSS feed of airline news. Yeah, I mean, brand Twitter is bad, but this is, this is next level brand Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, just make jokes about depression. Don't tell me about how I'm going to die in a plane crash. Yeah. We don't want to actually die. We just want to joke about it. Yeah, speaking of uh, death and just, this one's not even funny, it's just absurd. Uh, Policeman at scene of child's death used grieving homeowner's TV account to buy porn. When he's he's mourning, I'm porning. Yeah. And he'll never remember that he didn't rent uh, this pornography. This happened in Britain where they actually have, like, identity protection laws. So we we don't know, like, the circumstances of it. But basically, a kid fucking died. This cop showed up to deal with it. And... The family, like, left the scene. He was there to, like, investigate it. And while he was alone in the house with the kid's dead body, he's like, well, I mean, how about a little bit of porn rooney He ordered, like, four porns on their, like, Sky TV account. This is hours of porn. Yeah. While he was, like, waiting for the fucking, like, meat wagon to show up. It's fucking crazy. Like, why, why are you horny right now, sir? Well, I think that question will be answered by a long jail sentence and some mental help. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a normal thing. No. Get help. Yeah. Nebraska woman attacks local Spider-Man statue as a hate crime against Christianity after mistaking it for Satan. (laughs) Got those evil eyes. Well, it's just, it's a statue of Spider-Man's hands, which are like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, why are these two giant red devil hands? But this means I love you. Uh, yeah. So... This is the devil. Mm-hmm. This is sign language for I love you. Very close. Though. I wonder how many sci- uh, uh, like deaf people this lady has like gotten angry at mm-hmm. for being devil worshipers. Before I knew that that was I love you, uh, I only knew it as the metal hands. And I remember being on the school bus and this kid would sign his mom that every day. And I used to think it was fucking badass. I was like, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And then I just found out that it was I love you. Yeah. You know. Well, hey, deaf people are pretty metal. I think that was just a way for them to talk through the bus windows. Probably. Mm-hmm. And final headline, first time flyer boards conveyor belt with luggage thinking it'll take her to the plane. And it's just, it's Well, let me just go. Yeah, she's like, oh, wow, this is easy. Never been to an airport, but that's cool that they just have this people mover here. Like, uh, all right, well, I'll see you on the other side. She got on it, like, immediately fell. (laughs) It was hilarious. But, like, it's it's a fair assumption. 
Yeah. Why Why isn't the airport just a big conveyor belt that takes us to our plane? Especially because in some airports, uh, in a lot of the ones that I've dealt with, you, you give your luggage to a person at a desk. But there are plenty where you take it to a baggage area mm-hmm. and you just kind of leave it there and there's someone like putting it on. You yeah. don't really talk to anyone. So she might have just gone on this and been like, man, I've heard so much about these uh, very invasive TSA or yeah. whatever it is in your country uh, security X-ray machines. Wow, this is this is a lot. But right. uh, well, I got to get on this plane, so she I'm just ready. jumps right in. Yeah, it's must fun. have been a fun trip, though. Yeah, she she learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can only really understand what goes on inside of an airport when you get a real good look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's this week's episode. Um, if you are uh, Patreon, join our Patreon. Uh, join I'll our, just say it. Just join, our, join the Patreon. Join Patreon or join our membership here on uh, YouTube. You get a weekly podcast that we do every Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check out our two most recent videos. Yeah, we have a news dump where we talk about the fucking Cats movie, and we Ugh. have a special guest, Joel Rubin, on. Yeah. Uh, so check out our newest videos and stay tuned for a video that we're working on currently right now that'll probably be up. I would say like Monday or something like that. We'll, yeah. we'll get around to it. It's a we had to pull a lot of strings to make this happen. So yeah. get excited for that. Uh, if you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Uh, yes, we are the people from Machinima, which we saw a lot of comments on on the last Area 51 video. We outlived the Wait, worst brand of all. These guys are still alive. Yes, it's us. Yeah, subscribe, any, any time please. a company dies, everyone that worked for them dies too. Mm-hmm. Sad, but we made it out. Yeah. Anyways, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.